Sean P. Wright here. Thanks for joining. If you haven't had the opportunity to subscribe to my blog or tune into the musings, my narratives at SeanPWrites.com, let me use this second episode to make a formal introduction. Who is Sean P. Wrights? The short version. I'm an author, poet, storyteller, spoken word artist, essayist, genealogist, and recovering journalist. I'm a self-taught cook, an ardent searcher of God's face. Along with that, I'm a native son of the Windy City. But the question that used to elude me ever since I could remember was, who are you really? Truth be told, when I started SeanPWrites.com in 2012, I wasn't sure of who I was. Only that I was wandering in the tumult of aspirations that weren't mine to have. However, the passage of years brought me the gift of humility. I was swept onto the rails of life to face an uncomfortable truth that I was in conflict with myself. Our arch enemy is often the person that we will spend every day of our lives with, and it bears repeating, ourselves. When I came to terms that I was guilty of placing my faith and allegiance in the wrong places, any lingering fears about tossing my energy into a void that had no wherewithal or ability to reciprocate my investment crumbled one day when my maternal grandmother, my big mama, recall one of her darkest moments as she pointedly told me in 2014 being one of the millions of African Americans that made the journey from the confines of the deep south to the promise that the north offered she told me shit scared for what I didn't have any time to be scared nobody was going to help me sitting around crying feeling sorry for myself I was too busy to be scared. And whenever fear threatens, I think of her. That was her gift to me. My big mama spoke power into me that day and I was inspired to dig deeper in an effort to understand the why behind the resilience that emanated throughout my family. But when I poked at my family tree, my efforts began to take on a life of its own. At this point in time, I'm roughly 10 generations in, in some parts of my family tree. One of the humble, one of the most humbling journeys of my life. When I began finding my assorted family members around the country, I became a reluctant genealogist and I was given the moniker that I'm now known by the ancestor whisperer. Along the way, the Almighty had this magnificent way of recalibrating the tattered confines of my spirit. I learned that love is the conduit to immortality. Because love is energy, and energy can be neither created or destroyed. It can only change form. It was this power that I saw in the form of my family, and I resolved to tell their stories. 
the blog that I founded in 20, 2012 and my ongoing narratives about what my family has taught me serves as a literary catalog during an ongoing discovery of relevance. These narratives on my blog and within the confines of this developing podcast will serve as a testament to the redemptive power of love spanning the valleys of faith, poetry, genealogy, humility, and everybody's favorite, the thing that we all have in common, food. My journey, my path is my own, just like everyone else's. But it is my sincere hope that my words can be used as fuel for empowerment rather than useless prattle that falls on deaf ears. That said, I thank you for the honor of coming through here on the Incense Burns. And let me just make the assumption that you're going to take that next step and follow my blog at seanpwrites.com. There's a convenient link right on my homepage, whether you're accessing this from Spotify or any other podcast and let's take this walk together because our paths are known to bend and if we resolve to living in a box and pointing fingers rather than doing what is hard and looking within that's the sin But let that soak in and let's continue to kick the tires on this. And I'll shout at you in a few. Thanks for stopping in. This is Sean P. Episode 8 has incense burns. And I am your humble host, Sean P. Wrights. And in part two of this installment, we'll continue shaking the tree. Reflections of what I learned from tracing the winding roots of my family tree. Just really appreciating the the sacrifices of those shoulders who hold me aloft. And even into this day, in retrospect, what did I know about the ancients as I gaze at the age pictures of my ancestors? I always feel as if they are looking back at me with a mandate that has stretched through the generations. So in the process, and so many of my family members or the collective of people like me that are the genealogists, the storytellers, the people that collect the histories of our our people. We chose to listen to those whispers and like me, we all resolve that their stories will be told. Now, as my ancestors were ripped from the shores of Benin, Togo, and Cameroon, they pushed back at the these futile attempts to have their humanity 
euthanized in the South under the heel of America's original sin. And despite the obstacles that attempted to crush them, their, their children persevered. Me being one of them. But I'm grateful that I stayed the course. And I come and I mention, I, I come to this all the time. I, I It's power and repetition. Because I found myself in the process. Discovering that love is truly the conduit to immortality. Now, this was taken from a piece that I wrote after I had the opportunity to visit a small northeast Alabama town, Fackler, in 2019. And this this segment, this this small slice of land in the south, it, it represents over 200 plus years of my family history. And if you have an opportunity to go to my website, and there's a handy link on the homepage of this, this humble blog. So if you're accessing it through Spotify or Anchor, or how about this? How about you just subscribe to the, to the site and you can scroll through here and read this piece. But I have some uh, photography in it that's included in here as well as my family gathered in the seat of family history. There's also a photograph of me touching the ground, the actual ground, where my people, where my ancestors walked. And I I just, as I stood out there, I just imagined or just tried to visualize, you know, my grandpa church, you know, my, my uncle Cupid, you know, my my grandpa Francis breaking bread, walking these, this, these, these grounds. And it was humbling. One of the most humbling experiences of my life. And for many that have followed my genealogy journey, it's a special treat. There's actually a picture of my, me and my uncle Calvin here. And my Uncle Calvin is legendary and he often litters my writing because he was such a pivotal and dominant figure in my research. And there's a picture of me and my big mama, my muse and my oracle. Whenever I lost myself, it was my big mama that always healed me up. But that is a property, uh, a power that I see often with with regularity in my people. Let's chew that over. Let's bounce around here. Let's time travel a little bit. <laughs> 